And on this episode of the Parents Cocktail Hour... Top genres. <laughs> Big boobs. <laughs> Hardcore anal. Wow. Mm-hmm. Cream pie. German mum. Japanese squid. What's that? <laughs> Give me the phone. <laughs> <laughs> this is why I wanted to land. So, um, I was what, like... Wait, what's Japanese squid? I'm like, bro. So he was like... I was like, bro, like... Japanese squid. What's that? <laughs> he's like, he's like, no, it's not mine. I'm like, listen, bro, I don't judge. I don't judge, isn't it? If you like calamari, that's you. If you like Japanese calamari, that's your thing, isn't it? Welcome to the Parents Cocktail Hour. I'm Michael, and this is my. I'm blessing. Okay, oh. I'll just go. I was about to give you a really like extravagant introduction, like the wonderful, the great, the good-looking, the sexy, the phenomenal. Oh, oh wow! Yeah. No, carry on, carry on. No, no, no. Welcome to the Parent Cocktail Hour, guys. Um, my wife and I have created this podcast for anybody who like to listen to us have a chin wag, have a bit of a waffle. Doesn't mind a bit of digression, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and those people who just do not take life too seriously. Preach! But yeah, um, do you want to add anything? What well, to expect? Expect a little bit of profanity, a little bit of TMI. Yeah. 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 Okay. There you go. Bye. <laughs> yo, yo, yo. What's going on, my peoples? What up, what up, what up? High five, high five, high five, high five. Yeah, you good, you good. What up, people? Are you done? I'm done, babes. Welcome first. Ni hama pa ni. Ooh. I like that little kind of... That like had a little kind of vibration, that vibrato at the end. Ooh, You're I'm right. I'm right. You're so I'm right. Is that what is that what port does to you guys? It's, it's been a whole month. We're still in this port thing. This port is banging. <laughs> Gives blessing like proper vibrato hey, in that hey, voice hey, and everything. Hey, hey, Whoa. Hey, hey. Oh, okay. Whoa, what you felt gonna say? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Plus, your vagina. <laughs> <laughs> How's your day been? You're asking me. People. Okay. Good. Yeah. All right. Good. They're just, you know, <laughs> telling me. <laughs> so. Um, well, that was awkward. <laughs> before we get stuck into um, our main uh, storyline, I've got something to show you. And you know, my friend Garson, mm-hmm. um, I told him this morning that he's going to be featured on this podcast because okay. basically him. Um, um Sam mm-hmm. and I, we have a, um, we have a, oh, wow, freak, what a WhatsApp things? group. I'm just so old now, man. A WhatsApp group. What is this thing called now? Uh, what, uh, what is, is this thing called? What, what, what is it? The app, the app or the app what? WhatsApp. WhatsApp. So we have a WhatsApp group where basically we're just on there just taking the piss out of each other. It's, it's genuine just male banter. Um, I am um, they'll be trying to get me to come out and have drinks with them and because obviously I just keep like because we're too booked and I'm busy just, I'm just busy isn't it so I just, just keep saying I'm not available they just, they've now um, resorted me to a, a gif um, and there's a gif of um, we never ever watched the, um, the office was it the office? 
never gets watched the office. I think it was the gif of this guy, this black guy rolling his eyes. So every time I say something, they just roll their eyes. It's actually, it's actually hilarious. <laughs> they do their dickheads. But, um, but to be perfectly frank, we are actually booked and no, busy. We're busy. To we're the busy. point that we're literally looking at this, uh, our calendars. Yeah, we're not, we're not even trying to be funny about this. But we're actually looking at our calendars and we're like, this is, these are the hours that we're actually available to do work. But we literally, literally. do not have any time literally. to do it's anything else. Do, I still got to do a games night to meet all our yeah. people before before the, the end, end of the, of the year. year. And this is a tad bit off topic, but we've also scheduled our own Christmas thing for Mike and I. So we're going out. Oh, yes. <laughs> Just call it what it is. Yes, <laughs> it's a Christmas thing, Christmas date. This is our uh, annual Christmas date. <laughs> <laughs> annual Christmas party. <laughs> party. 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 It's just us going to a restaurant. Um, it's a very nice restaurant. Yes, yeah, so we're really excited. It's a very nice restaurant and you know, it's, uh, it's all perfectly, um, what's the term darling? Um uh, Tax. It's uh, tax efficient. <laughs> <laughs> well, because it's an annual Christmas. It's an annual, it's an annual Christmas party, so it's tax efficient. Yeah. You know, there yeah. we go. Yeah. It's, it's basically on the company. But yeah. hey. Um, yeah, so, so looking forward to that next looking weekend. Looking forward to that. Thank you, yeah. government. Uh, um, um, also, thank you. Shout out to my accountants as well. Yeah. Brep, brep. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Shout out to our accounts, they're the real OGs. Yeah, they're the real OGs. <laughs> Quatch their numbers and say, yo, you guys can actually have a really good Christmas party. We're like, what? <laughs> and I sort of t- I might as well tell you, I was on the phone. I was like, so technically speaking, if I wanted to, um, you know, my wife and I just, we want to have our Christmas party and we want to go to, I don't know, Nobu in Mayfair. Is that perfectly fine? He goes, yeah, just keep the receipt. I was like, yo, call Bless Media, like, babes, that's it. <laughs> Christmas party is happening. Book it now. Mayfair. Let's do this. <laughs> and yes, it's booked. So uh, we're going to have a good Christmas party. We'll tell you all about it. Yep. We're going to tell um, you guys about it. But yeah, you know, this is, the life is... Uh, we thank God. We thank God. It's actually been a really good year. It's a bloody amazing year. Amazing year, actually. Um, I thank God. Um, because we believe that everything comes from God. So um, we're just really happy, actually. I'm not yeah. going to lie. It's been a great year for business. It's been a great year for sex. Yeah, it's been boy. a great year for holidaying. Oh, yeah. It's been a great year for the kids. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, overall, it's been a really good year. Overall, nice. it's been a very good year. So I'm really happy, actually. Yeah, yeah. All right, so before we get into our main program, um, I wanted to show you what Garçon posted on the group yeah mm-hmm. so he posted um his uh as you can see it oh my gosh <laughs> his porn hub 2009 unwrapped so many people who have a spotify wow. account or i'm sure apple music do it too but wow. if you have a like a premium spotify account they give you like um wait let me your, see this please wait 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 for it i'm trying to explain give the people the context you can't see it so um, basically um uh, yeah, so you know, Spotify says, "Oh, you listened to three hundred thousand minutes of this, and you really vibe with this artist, and this is what you enjoyed the most." There's a Pornhub version, wow, which he posted. So, um, would you mind, darling, reading it out to the group? To the, to the, to I listeners. can't stretch my arms because I've been German really hard to get these <laughs> muscles. Guys, pray for Mike here. 
let's let's add Mike to our listen, prayers, okay? Listen, pray I'm for banging consistency. Out of this gym. Pray for seriousness with food because food's actually the most important thing for me to get that six pack. Mike's promised me six pack since we met when I was nineteen and he was twenty. Yo, okay, for the past two weeks, I've been banging pret salads for lunch. You know, okay, so expensive salad. Okay, so for eleven years, Mike has promised me muscles. I've said to him, "Look, you'd love my life." How, I love you. how many years did the Israelites walk through the wilderness before they entered the promised land? Wasn't I promise it because you it would not would... be that long. Oh, well, you're such a prick. <laughs> so, it will not be that long. <laughs> so, yeah. And you know what, yeah, Mike? You've just said something that actually... You've just confirmed what I wanted to say. What? Basically, the Israelites... It was a longer journey because they disobeyed God. One. Yeah. Mm. Two. And they, they went the circles. wrong way. They went the wrong way. They were just going in circles. Yeah. You could have. I was saying to you, when you're not going to the gym, do simple push up, push up, push up. Nice. I think. Do you know Michael's what? Like, I can't be asked to be doing that. Do you know what? The house is too nice and comfortable. That's the problem. So, anyways, Mike. Yeah. So I was just like, oh. And by the way, guys, both pregnancies as well. I was like, this is an opportunity, yeah, for you to get hench whilst I get fat. And then I get, and then we both of us, and then we can do the fitness journey nah, together. Nah, You'll be hench. And Mike man. was like, no, I want to get fappy too. I want to get fappy too. Like, what is this? This is the last time where I can really get fat no, too. With you, that was you know not I mean? your, that was not an excuse for you to get fat. <laughs> I did it, it was twice. not, it was not a freaking excuse. And I have no regrets. It was really annoying. And the thing is, like, I, no I said to him, yeah, that the least he could do for me whilst I'm pregnant <laughs> is get muscles. And the thing is, like, I'm, all I'm asking for is muscles. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's not much. Do babes, you know what I mean? Babes, I'm not. The people know that a, it's been a long campaign, but it's happening. It's happening. Can We've you got believe he had the audacity, yeah, to say that he was going to draw on six pack for me for my thirtieth <laughs> birthday? Do you know how rude that is? That's actually a piss take. Oh, you I didn't know. Take it though, isn't it? I did do it. Thank though. God you didn't, because I, did I would have actually been vexed. Don't I'm not gonna tr- lie. Don't trick yourself with something that didn't happen, babe. Relax, man. <laughs> but. What's actually more annoying about it is that I'm nearly going to be 31, mm-hmm. okay? So at least for my 31st birthday, you've got... I'll try. I'm really going ham. Like, my, I can't... Look at that. I tried to give you the phone. I couldn't even stretch my arm because, you know, I'd be really banging. Okay. I'd be really going hard, man. So at least for my 31st birthday, I would like to see at, le- at least an outline I've of gone, six packs. I've gone... All my days this week, I've gone. And I've gone really ham. Okay. Early starts. I start at 4.30 p.m. 4.30 a.m., guys. Go to the gym. Our gym is a twenty-four hour gym. I go to the gym, two-hour workout, back home for six thirty in the shower. Boom. Me too. I want hench husband. Do you know what I mean? I'm not gonna get hench, but I'm gonna get a very nice no, no, body. No, 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 no. Look, you know Anthony Joshua body. Yeah? He's not hench though. No, but that's perfection. But he's not hench. No, he's not hench, but yeah. it's perfection. He's okay, got nice, just, beautiful arms. We just, need to, we just need to establish. We need to establish what hench and what not hench is. Okay, I'm well, not well, on the road to becoming muscles. hench. I want muscles. Do you I'm know what I mean? I'm just getting muscular. I'm, uh, my body's becoming muscular. Anthony Joshua has a beautiful body now. Do you know what I mean? He's got beautiful arms, great legs, great legs on him. Yeah, obviously the guy's tall, so that's not what we're not trying to say, but he's got the muscles. The guy's also what heavyweight champion. Great, yes. Yeah, so two, two times. Two times. So um, that was a really good investment on Can sports. Can I get a two times? Sport, Sky Sports. I actually felt privileged to spend that because it was last minute, 28 pounds. I felt privileged. Do you know what? It's worth it. It was, it was worth I felt it. We tried other means, but it was too frustrating. <laughs> and, and we were like, you know what? Let's give this, you know what? He, nah, he, nah. He, he, Anthony Joshua could have my 30 quid. Yeah, he can. Not a thing, bro. Yeah. I give 30 quid. Yeah, he deserves Add it. Add it to a million. You know I mean? Not a thing. Because yeah. <laughs> he put on a good show and he yep. won. Yep. Not a problem. I actually felt like I was watching a legend. I actually did. Nah, the guy was superb. superb. Many people thought, oh, he's boring. He's the boring nope. guy. Nah. Nope. The that, guy was superb. Straight like, professionalism. Like the way he just 
it, it was it was a brilliant. It was uh, I enjoyed. Every I actually, round. felt very privileged privileged to watch that. I'm very proud of him. Yeah, very, I'm very proud. proud of him. It was when almost like him. he was my cousin. You know, like where you watch your cousin and watch somebody that you know personally mm. do something, and yeah. you're so proud of them. I genuinely felt pride. Do you yeah, know what no, I mean? No, I, when I, I, I see felt, him, when I yeah. see him, I hug his leg. <laughs> what? <laughs> Can you not? Can you please not disgrace me? I hug his leg. The guy's obviously like six foot forever, isn't it? So I can't. I just can't with you. I'm like, yo, can you, your just, chap. you know what? You know what? Like, chap, just you, you, know, know. you know what? Just, just stop. Just stop. Just nudge his leg. Just stop, like, yo, please. Chap. Just stop. Okay, I'm gonna maybe, read maybe this Maybe I can now. touch. Uh, just stop. Like, just stop. Just let me just, just let me stop. Just my, let me just drink my wine and uh, read a Garcon's okay. um, Pornhub unwrapped. Minutes watched seventeen thousand. 985. Mm-hmm. Carry on. But how much is that in hours? Because I'm not good at maths. 17,000 minutes is a lot of hours. Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> 644 ejaculations. Uh-uh. I don't know how they're counting ejaculations. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. <laughs> Top artists, Riley Reed, Tiana Trump, Stormy Daniels. Really? Stormy Daniels? It's Stormy Time is actually oh that's the um, yeah that's the one that, um, that bang, had a thing with Trump. Trump yeah I don't know Pe- if she's actually a porn star she is really Peter North Angela White oh okay I mm. don't know these names I just know Stormy Daniels because of Donald Trump yeah okay Mm-mm. top genres <laughs> big boobs <laughs> hardcore anal wow mm-hmm. cream pie German mum, Japanese squid. What's that? <laughs> Give me the phone. <laughs> <laughs> this is why I wanted to land. So um, I was what, like, wait, what's Japanese squid? I was like, bro. So he was like, I was like, bro, like Japanese squid. What's that? <laughs> He's like, it's like, no, it's not mine. I'm like, listen, bro, I don't judge. I don't judge, isn't it? If you like calamari, that's you. If you like Japanese calamari, that's your thing, isn't it? What's, like, I'm what's I don't know what Japanese squid and I wasn't gonna look wait, look I'm it up. Google it. I'm, I'm just I'm just curious like Japanese squid. I mean like I mean bro, if you watch you know that much porn, you gotta let me know what Japanese squid is. Anyway, he was in denial. Um claiming it wasn't his. Um I just let him know that this is, this is a safe environment. You are loved. We don't judge. Have you found Japanese squid? <laughs> <laughs> Let me see. Let me see. <laughs> oh, sorry, did that come out? <laughs> Let me see. Japanese squid. What happens? Don't, don't, don't play it, please. I don't want my phone to get. Spanked. Is that what Japanese squid is? That doesn't look like Japanese squid. It's. I think that might be a name for jam. I think you know, like that's not. But that's not. Do you know what squid is? I know it's calamari, isn't it? Yeah, but I think. That's the name. You know when people call something something, but it's not what it's but, called. But, but when you when I Google Japanese squid, this is what came up. Do you know what we're gonna? I'm gonna have to take the plug. I don't. Hold on. I don't. I'm gonna actually have to go on Pornhub. No, no. And actually, like, I'm just, I'm just curious. I'm just curious to see what <sighs> Japanese calamari is. And I'm not obviously I'm not gonna play it because obviously like you know. Oh, but I'm just I'm just curious. I was like, bro, like, okay, look, look, it's, uh, look. Okay, let's just come. Are you on it? It's it's. Okay, basically, guys, it's an, in a nutshell, Japanese squid is the schoolgirl stuff. The Japanese schoolgirl stuff. Is that what stuff. it is? Yeah. Oh. oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. I can't Don't watch like, it. I'm not, no, I'm not, I'm not watching it. It's just, it's just the pictures. <laughs> I can't deal. I just actually can't deal. 
hot deal. <laughs> so I'm just taking the piss out of him. I I wait, 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 wait. There was something else though that I needed to that I wanted to Whoa. question. What was it? <laughs> some people have some different tastes, boy. Uh, let me see, let me see, let me see. Can I find Whoever it? Flips your boat in it. I like, bro. Listen, if you like, if you like fucking calamari, that's your uh, thing, bro. Ah, uh, <laughs> babes. What? I remember we said, we're, where's the sweater? Anyways, what do you want? Is, what do you want? A German rum? Yeah. The, oh, okay. I just well, just a German to, mother, yeah, isn't yeah, it? Yeah. Like, yeah. But why specifically German? I don't know, darling. And what comes up when you're searching for a German mum? I don't, I'm, I'm sure I'm. I don't know. I'm assuming it's some form of stereotypical German. Guckentaken is is maybe maybe it's all in German. Maybe it's I don't I don't know German mum. Oh, is that is that German Guckentaken? Good. I don't even know. You know. I don't know. But I was like, yo, all right, listen, bro. Is calamari your thing? It's your thing, not a thing. Um. So anyway, he got really he started getting really um emotional about it. He's like, oh, don't talk about this in your podcast. I was like, too late, bro. <laughs> <laughs> it's already on the bulletin. Uh, you already started and everything. I started everything. I was like, it'll be out next Sunday. <laughs> oh, man. I feel sorry for him, you know. And he's like, oh, man, your wife must must think I'm just this this horrible person. No, he's like, a human being. I was like, don't forget your fat shame one too. He's like, oh, don't forget, you're not actually innocent in this too. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, listen, bro, I never claimed innocence. Like... <laughs> I'm a dickhead of my chest if I want to be, you know what I mean? Like it's not a thing. Like, you know. Anyways. No, but I joke, I joke. I, I don't I don't I don't believe it's his. <laughs> if it is his If it is his, still no judgment. You know, that's your no thing, judgment. bro, isn't it? Like if you like calamari, that's your thing. But I'm saying, like, um Babes, as we've seen, it's got nothing to do with calamari, it's just a name. Yeah, but I, I just like saying calamari because it just I, I know it just winds him up. Oh, okay. It just winds him up, but I just enjoy winding You know him what, up. though? From you know what From what you've said about Garcon, yeah. Garcon is like a very... He's a very cool guy. He's a cool uncle, man. He's actually just a cool guy. He's a cool uncle. So, you know, like... Um, I'm trying to get to come I mean, games now, but, you know, he's trying to... He's been all along saying yeah. he, he lives too far and stuff. Yeah. Like he doesn't have access to jets and, uh, and helicopters and things, <laughs> but, you know... <laughs> And we know that he's rich. Let's be frank. That brother is rich. <laughs> but anyways, yeah. So like, um, yeah. So from what you've said about Garcon, Garcon is actually a very cool guy. Um, he's like, he's like the white Idris Elba. Yeah. Wow. That's how much, I, that's the best way I could describe him. You know, Idris Elba is like the epitome of an uncle, right? Just, just. That's why he's Uncle in G. In a midlife crisis. We, we call him, Sam and I call him Uncle G. Really? Yeah. Uncle G. <laughs> That's so funny. Okay. But yeah. Uh, <laughs> Next minute he's going to be a DJ. Next minute he's going to bring it up. <laughs> I, will not, I will not be surprised. Next minute, you know what? Yeah, get that coin. Get that coin. Secure okay. your bag, isn't it? Secure your Next bag. minute he's going to be like the next Tim Westwood. Garson? <laughs> Get that coin. <laughs> My Carson. <laughs> no, nah, but he's cool though. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, no, I don't I don't I don't believe um I don't I don't know I don't believe he has time to watch seventeen thousand minutes of porn though on a reel. Mm. The guy's he's the busy. Guy's he's booked, booked and busy. busy. <laughs> he's very booked and busy. I don't know where he would squeeze that time in if I'm honest. Yeah. It's, it's not possible. This is this this um unwrapped um thing was clearly a jobless individual. Yeah. Must um, it must 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 be. I'm actually curious now. How actually how much is seventeen thousand? That's what I wanted to know. 
ask Google for me, yeah. please. Is your Google working? Okay, Google. What is 17,000? Just round it down. 17,000 hours. No, but... Or 18,000 hours. Round it up. Okay, okay. Okay, Google. What is 17,000? 000... No, 18,000. Okay. Ports. Okay, Google. <laughs> In the what mic. Is In the mic. Eight... <laughs> <laughs> okay, Google. Okay, Google. What is 18,000 minutes in hours what's three what's 300 hours in in days wow okay what is 300 hours in days now that person is jobless fam bruh (laughs) you spent 12 days a year watching porn no 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 that person is jobless and you know what yeah even just getting, just even that coming up on my phone to Hold try on. to find Japanese. 644 ejaculations. I know. Who's busting 644 nuts? Somebody. Bro, I need to know how you're doing it. <laughs> <laughs> What's it called, yeah? I don't know why you're even acting like that when you haven't done three times in one day. Anywho. I mean, that's even an achievement. Let's, let's, <laughs> let's be honest. Yes. That's so. A, we, we scream to the rooftops about that one. Yes. So, what I'm saying is that um, I don't understand how you can watch that much porn because even when you, that was just coming up on my screen, I was cringing, just looking at whatever was just coming up. Do you know what I mean? Well, I don't know. It's like people, it's like we were discussing last week, you know, the, the difference between porn sets and real sets. Like it's, I guess for people, it's a proper fantasy, isn't it? It's just mm. a, a world they get lost in. Yeah. We like to drink and talk shit on podcasts and some people just like Babe, to watch. Babe, I'm, I'm going to be serious sorry, about the swear jar now. Sorry, sorry. We, sorry, let me, re, let me rewind that. 2020, we're going in it without swearing. 2020. <sighs> no profanity. Hashtag no profanity 2020. <sighs> oh my gosh, that is actually a hashtag. Listen. No profanity we'll, no profanity twenty twenty. I'll try. I work in the creative field. If I don't smoke, at least I can swear. Mm, dr- what? You drink? I also drink, yeah. <laughs> you just need to just chill out. You're being so annoying. All right, fair enough. Okay, I'm gonna tr- actually try and I'm try not to swear, but let me You know why I know for a fact I forgot what I was that even gonna Mike, say now. Good. You know why Mike can actually stop swearing if he wanted to. He never swears in front of the kids. We never, both of us never swear in front of the kids. Because the last thing we want is to have a four-year-old, because he's nearly four, and a baby saying effing and blinding. Do you know how common and how tacky that is? When you see a little child effing and blinding, you're looking at that child like, what type of parents does that kid have? Do you know what I mean? Where are the parents? Because of that, whenever we're around the kids, we never swear. Never. We absolutely never swear. We don't. We don't even say S H I T. We swear always. I'm always spelling things out. Mm-hmm. Oh, and sometimes you're just thinking this is absolutely ridiculous. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Oh, this is what this person said. So sometimes if somebody said, um, for example, ask, we're like A S S. Like we, there's certain words that mm. some people might not even consider swear words that we will actually spell out mm-hmm. because we just don't want the kids saying it. No, it's true. It's true. I mean, but. You know, we we uh, drink alcohol and talk talk for a lot of stuff. Uh, talk a lot of stuff. Yeah. Uh, um, on on the internet, some people watch twelve days of a year of porn. But you know what? We schedule this once a week. Yeah, mm-hmm. and we are doing this because we enjoy it, and it's almost part of our you know t- 
it's kind of like a date night, but let's be frank, you know. No, but it's just, you know, it's, it's what we like doing. Yeah, we just we like, like talking. doing it. It's just talking. it's fun. Yeah. And it's very effortless to do. Yeah. It's very, very low barriers to entry. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, um big up to Uncle G. Yeah, big up, big up. Yesterday, actually, Mike and I got into a mini debate. It wasn't, you know, guys, you know, we get into debates all the time. It's just what all we do. the time. <laughs> Bessie says something bodacious. I'm like, yo, what do you mean by that? Can you, can you, can you explain yourself, please? <laughs> by the way, Mike, why mm. is it that I'm always the one finishing this bottle and then I'm going to have to deal? But you know why? Because it's closest to you. Okay, look here, take some. I think I'll take the rest of it, actually. Okay. Because I don't want to actually end up regretting my life. Yeah, Bessie was hungover last week over this. Little tiny bottle of, anyways, but you know, as can you, you shut up, please? Like, you like it's God, okay. like next day you were, you were like, Oh my god, okay, yeah, but I drank oh pretty gosh. much the whole bottle. Oh my god, my spirit and hurts, it, and, it, and it's like 15 percent, yeah, it's 15 percent. And I drank pretty much the majority of it. I, I would say that I drank 80 percent of the bottle. Yeah, may I ask you a question? What who asked you to drink 18 percent of the bottle? But it was just because <laughs> don't try and kick me, you missed. <laughs> 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 kick the high chair. <laughs> Try it, bro. Can't kick me up too far where you can't see me. You can't catch me. <laughs> she so annoying. Who told you to By drink the way, 80% guys, of the I'm, bottle? At some point, I'm going to actually release a line of shirts that just say so annoying. Because that's literally all I say about Mike. <laughs> Love you to bits, though, but you are so annoying. No, really, truly, really and truly. Who asked you to drink 80%? <sighs> Who sent you? Did I pour the, Did I even pour the, the the wine into your glass? No. Did you not pour it yourself? Yes, I did. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Did you mm-hmm. not? Did you not get the down down after you finished as well? <sighs> yes. I did. Uh-huh. did you not enjoy it? Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. You're you so know what you're doing. Cool. I'm just saying. Anyways, guys. So basically, I say this to every single person that I know, and it's a very controversial statement. However. I stand by it and I say it with my chest, okay? So I've said this to Mike, when I finally, when my brother decides he's going to finally have children and I and he has many daughters because I know for a fact that that's what happens, yeah. So he's going to have many daughters what? and I'm going to have a niece, yeah. And he's obviously going to have a mixture, isn't he? going to have boys and girls, but I'm going to have a few nieces or a couple nieces, whatever. And I'm going to speak to my nieces and my future goddaughters and stuff, yeah, all my other friends that eventually have babies speak to my future goddaughters and say to them whenever you find a person never beg a man no no one should ever beg any never human. beg a man and no one should ever beg any human no. being yeah to love them <laughs> you need to make sure that this person is absolutely smitten so obsessed with you so consumed by you so mm-hmm. like he can't imagine his life without you mm-hmm, mm-hmm. if you find this person that you also love but this person is like obsessed to the point that he it does feel like the love is somewhat unequal then that's the person you need to settle down with and the reason why i say this before mike decides to not interrupt me oh no listen to everything you finished is that what did you say everything you finished babe it's wine you know what i meant draw i'll listen to everything you have to say before i fire say my piece okay babes so but you have to say it like you said it last night yes okay, yes all right so basically I've always said that 
a man needs to always love a woman more than a woman loves. Let me finish. No, I'm not saying a woman. Because Mike's shaking his head in it. It's pissing me off. It's pissing me off too far. (laughs) So Mike and I got into like, we were speaking for maybe like a couple hours just talking about it. This is, by the way, this is a normal thing. Mike and I are constantly getting into debates about things. And the next minute we're just like, okay, babes. You want to go upstairs? We should agree to disagree. Yeah. So basically... I believe a man should love a woman more. And the reason why, I'm going to give you points, okay, guys? So get ready. Uh, when, somebody, when you finish up, maybe I should even make notes about your points yeah, yourself. Yeah, get your pen, Sha. I made points. Look, so go, look go, go. take my notepad in it. I got my notepad. Take I don't, my no, no- I'm digital, but I don't use pen and pad anymore. Okay, d- d- take my phone in it. I have a laptop in front of me. Anyways, so here are the points. And the reason why men should always love a woman more mm-hmm. than the woman loves the man okay so i've always said that the percentages should be 100 percent, even self 150 self yeah 150 more percent there's as in like just off the rail off the off the richter scales yeah so basically what are the individual percentages listen so let's say if we're if the man is at 100 percent, the woman should be at 95 percent listen if the man's at 150 percent, the woman should be at 145 percent so the reason why i say this is because it's the man, I've got many points, so let me just let me say my points and let me land. So first things first, who is the person that's going to propose? Is it going to be the woman? Is it going to be the woman? In some cases, the woman proposes. Well, let's be frank, yeah. How does that end? But, but, traditionally, How? No, no, no. but traditionally, wait. traditionally, it's the man. Yes, and you know what? When a woman proposes, how does that end? I don't know. It doesn't end well. That's what I'm trying to fucking say. <laughs> and yes, I'm going to put a pound in the swear jar. Where's the swear jar? <laughs> okay. So I'm going to put a pound in the swear jar. Anyways, yeah. Now, do you know what I think we should take it, we should up the ante? If one of us swears, we have to pick a charity and do it to that charity at the okay. end of the month. Okay, cool. So, so if you swear 50 times, that's 50 pounds to okay, that charity. Cool, isn't it? But you know it's a joint account, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> We have to f- somehow make it, I don't know. We'll, we'll, Anyways, we'll make it no work, swearing, Sha. Okay, 2020. So no profanity, 2020. Anyways, right. so basically the guy is the one who has to propose. And, th- and I feel like traditionally the man should be the one wooing the woman. I know that this generation men are trying to talk about 50-50 when it comes to like going on dates. And let me finish before you look at me sideways. 50, no, no, I'm not looking, looking at me sideways. I was looking at, 50, my, 50, looking at my drink sideways. 50-50 when it's coming to dates and all that type of stuff. And you know what? That's Derek. They're, they're using the baby that. Boy let me f- listen. They're using that as an excuse to completely eradicate gentleman and um, gentleman like behavior so they're chivalry. not yeah chivalry so they're not opening up doors they're not you know um they're not putting up the, they're not putting putting the woman's coat on they're not helping her with the bag sometimes i've seen a woman carrying heavy bags and the man's just walking with free hands i'm like what is going on what is actually going on do you know mm, what i mean mm. so there's things you know that have definitely gone to gone to poops do you know what i mean Mm -hmm. simply because you know people are like oh yeah oh because women are trying to say they're independent there's nothing wrong with an independent woman and i i consider myself an independent woman i consider myself a feminist but mike also considers himself a feminist he believes in women empowerment and he also believes in women 
taking charge of their lives. Do you know yes, what I mean? Yes, I do. So Mike is definitely a feminist, but he's also very chivalrous and he's also a very loving... Um, he's, a, he's a great lover. Basically... Thank you, darling. <laughs> but the reason why I said that is because the same men that are not chivalrous are the same men that will be selfish lovers, are the same men that um, are just... they just... Just, just, it's just a waste of space in my friend, to be perfectly frank. Mm. Do you know what I mean? And I feel like when a man is completely obsessed with you, yeah, besotted with you, he looks at you like your prize. Like, I cannot lose this person. This person is my everything. I, if I lose this person, my life is going to crumble. I just can't, I can't even risk it. I'm willing to sacrifice it all. If I was even to go deeper, because I'm a Christian, if I was to go deeper, yes, may I? Yeah, Sorry, guys. I can't stretch my arms so you have to stretch. Thank you. If I was to go deeper because I'm a Christian, in the Bible, yeah. Sorry, guys, if you're not Christian, but you know, you can listen anyways because, you know, it's good for you to listen. In the Bible, it says men, because obviously everybody, all they hear about, you know, people that are not Christians, they hear a lot about women being submissive, women being submissive. And the funny thing is, the people that are preaching this whole women being submissive thing are mainly the men, one, or traditional women, that they haven't read the Bible really themselves and they've just heard people say it through the grapevine and they just decide that they say it's a biblical scent, a mm. biblical thing. Mm. So people that haven't actually read the Bible, they go, oh, submissive woman, be submissive woman, submissive. So sometimes you meet people that are literally trapped. So you look at them and they live in miserable lives. Yeah, and you're like, because there's a wrong type of submission. Hold, yeah. And you're like, wagwan. And they're like, oh, I'm supposed to be submissive and whatever. So they say, oh, I say, why don't you do this? I can't because my husband said I can't do that. Why don't you do this? My, I can't because my husband said I can't do that. So basically, that type of submission has actually been preached from men because obviously it's very beneficial for them. It's almost like when the slave over slave slave the slave owner the, uh, masters used the Bible to um, as a dulling tool as a tool to kind of control their slaves. You use parts <clears throat> of the Bible in a way to control people, isn't it? And mm-hmm. ba- basically, things can all things can be used like that. You know, like the the, the Quran. You know, you know, you've got like Muslims, um, radical Muslims that are taking parts of the Quran and interpreting it in their own ways. You've got so many different religions that can do can be used in that way basically everything anything can be used that way but um basically what where i was going with this is that um a lot of women old school women um and old and men use the whole women be submissive women be submissive women be quiet in church all that stuff when they forget one of the same one of the passages that's actually part of the same um it's actually part. It's actually part of the same passage in the Bible, and and it basically says, "Men love your wives as love as Christ loved the church mm-hmm. and gave His life for her." So every time that everyone's talking about the woman be submissive, woman be submissive, they seem to um they seem to conveniently forget that part of the Bible where you know where it's literally side by side it's literally side by side mm-hmm. so it's, you know they've chosen to forget it they're, they're talking about the women being submissive but they haven't they've completely forgotten the fact yeah, where the, the man have a duty too. has a duty to love his wife so deeply mm-hmm. that he will give his life for her mm-hmm. like how Christ gave his life for the church mm-hmm. and that is deep because if you're willing to ki- to die for somebody that is deep love mm-hmm. that's mm-hmm. not like on the surface love that's deep no 
laying down one's life is is deep. Do you know what I mean? You don't just lay down your life so, for anybody. So in the Bible, it actually never talks about a woman laying her life for her husband. But would you not do it anyway? I would do it anyway yeah. because I love you. But what I'm saying is in the Bible, it doesn't say that. I'm mm-hmm. just trying to use... For no, the pe- no, if, you know, if we look at the word literally, yeah. It's true. Do you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like convenient because then you see the men that are saying that a wife needs to be submiss- submissive, but yet they're beating their wife. Mm. They're tr- speaking down to their wife. They're treating their wife like crap. Mm-hmm. They're doing everything. They're bad to their wife mm-hmm. and they're definitely not laying their, laying their da- lives down for the wife. Mm-hmm. So that's why sometimes I get really funny about, and Mike and I have spoken at length on this podcast about, and um, we call them Pharisee Christians because they probably don't read the Bible t- to an extent where they... Um, or they read it in a way that's convenient a, for them. Or they read it in a way that's convenient for them so that they can be judgmental to everybody else around them, but they're not reading it in the way that God intended it to be read. Mm-hmm. And... So as Christians, you know, we live our lives the way that we believe, you know, we we should live it. But at the same time, we know that we're not perfect. Mm-hmm. And at the same time, we're not busy judging everybody else. We've got friends from all walks of life. I've got friends that are Muslim. I've got friends that are Buddhist. I've got friends that are Hindu. And I'm cool with having friends that, that way. Whereas mm-hmm. the Pharisee Christians, they can't mix, they can't mingle. No, they can only be with themselves. And they can all just be in their judgmental which circle. Defeats the, which defeats the purpose of being a loving Christian. Yeah, because literally the main, the whole theory of being a Christian is being loving. Literally, yeah. that's so literally others it. Who don't know yeah. Christ. Yeah. Yeah. Literally, that's mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. So basically, where I was going with this is a man needs to a man needs to love his wife to the point that he will lay his life down for her. Mm-hmm. Be that deep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Basically, everybody else is irrelevant. Mm-hmm. Literally. Everybody else, if you are with a guy, by the way, that he puts his friends before you, he puts, yeah, he puts his family before you. Yeah, I said it. Mm-hmm. His mom, dad, his brothers, sisters, he puts them before you. I said mm-hmm. it. I said it with my chest. If he puts them before you, he puts his, he puts his friends before you, he puts anything before you. He's not for you, boo boo. Mm-hmm. He is not for you. Find somebody else. Yeah. This is a PSA. Find somebody else, okay? Mm-hmm. If he does not put, if he does not put you in front of everything, you are supposed to, you know what? You're supposed to be able to call him and say, I need you. And he's like, where are you? Mm-hmm. And he's there. Mm-hmm. And I remember a time when I was being basically bullied by my housemates guys mike lived in portsmouth i lived in hertfordshire portsmouth is kind of like a two and a half it's kind yeah, of two and, and a half hours two and a half hours from hertfordshire and i was basically getting bullied from my housemates my housemates were um really treating me like crap they were um every time i'll come back to my house um my door would actually be open because I was being stupid at some point thinking that I can trust them. So I then started to close my door. My door would be wide open. Um, I'm, my mum used to buy me a crate of oil. So um, my oil, somehow my crate of oil. Your big giant 10 litre. Crate of oil. It must have been more than 10 litres. Yeah. Big, big jug, big keg. Keg. It, yeah. it was a keg. A keg. Of, it was empty. My mum bought it. I came home after a weekend. Mm. It was empty. Um, I'd buy anything. I'd buy a shower gel. I'd buy a toothpaste. And, you know, everybody has their own thing. You've got your own shelf and stuff. Mm. All of it would be empty. I'd come home and I'd just be like, what? what's going on? Mm. 
And yes, guys, you've listened to me on the podcast several times talking about how I'm like, you know, my my alter ego is this MMA chick that's ready to fight anybody. Yeah, I'm ready to stab a B I T C H. But this is these are people Do you know that if I, you spell the word, you're still technically swearing, right? <laughs> okay, but I'm living with Love these the 10 pounds. But I'm living with these people day in and day out, and at, at this point, I'm being outnumbered because because I felt like they were all quite. Um, they're all, they're all quite aggressive towards me. So if I went... Hostile. Yeah, they're all quite hostile towards me. So if I went and stepped to one of them, I could easily just... I'd be outnumbered. I'd be outnumbered. So mm. I was just like, you know what? I can't even fight somebody. I can't even fight somebody because I'm outnumbered. And I was getting really stressed. And there was a point when I was actually... I was quite depressed. Mike was like, right, we're going to... We definitely need to move out. So I was in the process of moving out and stuff. Um... And Mike was traveling from Portsmouth to Hertfordshire. He was doing his lessons. He's doing everything. And then coming to me after his lessons and spend, and then just spending the time with me. And then, and then going in the morning to, to, to Portsmouth, doing his lessons. And he just did that. He did that until I moved out. I That's mean... Like, what, a good three weeks? <laughs> That's deep love right mm-hmm. there. Mm-hmm. I mean that's Kudra love. I remember I was so pissed off at Mike at some point once. Once when I was when we was like two, in our two we was probably two years into our relationship, and um, Mike and I used to argue a lot in our two year two year our two year mark. And I was like, okay, cool. This is definitely like no matter how much you know we feel this is right or whatever. I think I'm actually done. And Mike was like, oh, you know, n- no, no. And he stood in front of the door. I was like, you're not leaving. We're, we're going to talk this out. And I was like, no, I'm going. And Mike was like, nope. 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 I'm not going to let you leave. I need, I need you to stay here. We're going to talk it out. And I was literally, I was pissed off. I was stubborn. I sat on the floor. Um, and I was like, you're not going to let me leave. He goes, no, you need to talk to me. And then we actually ended up speaking and yeah, and then it was resolved. But it was kind of like, I feel like a man needs to love you to that deep. It needs to be, but I feel like now through years of experience with Mike and through our, with, you know, in January, we're going to be celebrating 11 years together. And um, I feel like certain life experiences have actually made the love even deeper than it was when we were 20, 21 it's actually deeper now and I don't think, I just, just literally nobody can even come between us at all. Do you know what I mean? He puts me in front of everybody and I feel like, I always say this to everybody, you need, anybody that's a, like um, a woman, you need to be with a man that loves you more. Like I like the way that Mike proposed, proposed to me was not the most romantic way, but it was very kind of like, in a, it was kind of romantic at the same time. Mm-hmm. It was a romantic, but it was romantic because Mike just felt like I can't live without this woman. This woman has to be my wife. He was working in the call center. It was his job, uni job, and he called me on his break and he was like, "Let's do it." And I was like, "Let's do what?" Let's get married. Let's get married. And I was like, "We were twenty-two guys," and I was like, uh, "And he was like, let's do it tomorrow." not knowing that we had to do the in England we have to you have to do like a whole registry process which is like you have to register your 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 notice of interest to be married and that's like a whole 30 day period Mm -hmm. 
And then after the 30 days, you then get married. Mike was like, let's get married tomorrow. And I was like, okay. And then we both went, you know, went to our local registries or whatever. And you discovered it wasn't discovered that simple. It wasn't that but I was simple. still going to do it anyway. Yeah, so we at least got to register our interest. A month later. Yeah, and then we got married a month later. But like... At, when I when at, um, at a younger when I was younger I didn't you know I used to kind of like think a lot about oh that wasn't really romantic but then I was thinking no it is romantic because Mike genuinely could not imagine his life without me mm-hmm. and he thought I already know that I want this person to be my wife not waste any time let's not waste any time let's not waste any time let this like I need to marry this woman and you know we've now been married for eight years mm-hmm. you know no regrets um, and. Like the way he called me at that time, it was kind of like that was his proposal. The phone call, the phone call was his proposal, you know. Um, but it was like he was like, "Let's do this." And I was like, "Let's Legit. do what? Let's get married. We we have to we have to get married. You need to be my wife." There we go. And you know, against all odds, I we eloped. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, eight years married later, she's my wife. But what I'm saying is, is that if. I loved Mike more. I'll be saying, when are we getting married? When are we getting married? Oh, soon at the right time. This is, my friends hear this story all the time. At the right time, at the right time. Just need to get this right. Just need to get that right. And guys that know that they're, that they're with the right person know that you are the thing that's right. Mm-hmm. So sometimes they'll suggest, I want you to be my wife. The way that Mike and I got married, we got married in registry. And, you know, if we wanted to throw a fancy wedding today, we can. Do you know what I mean? We had a we had somewhat of a fancy renewal. Mm-hmm. You know, we Hi, sorry, babes, yeah. didn't mean to cut you off. For um people for international people who are not familiar with the term registry, it's basically like for example, if you're in America, go to you the just courthouse. Go, go to the courthouse or city hall or courthouse. Yeah, just go to the courthouse and just yeah. get a marriage uh, license. Or it's, going to Vegas or whatever. You know, yeah, what it's mean? the same thing. Literally. Yeah. So basically, with Mike and I, we went and got married in a registry, which is the equivalent of an American courthouse or whatever. But um. You know, six years later, um, on our six-year wedding anniversary, we renewed our vows, and we pretty much the big extravaganza. Uh, well, I mean, it was, a, but it was special. It was, it was special yeah. in Morocco. You know, yeah, it was in Morocco. Had the hotel and to ourselves. We had a whole hotel to ourselves. We hired out the whole hotel. It was nice, and we had every and we you know everybody everybody only had to pay for their flights. That's literally. literally it. We covered everything else, and we were able to do that. Do you know what I mean? We, you know, we were blessed to do Lots that. Of alcohol, dance all night. It was really fun. You know what I mean? But yeah. like, what I'm saying is that um, that when you're with the right person, and sometimes you have experiences, and sometimes you're in a position like we were 22 when we got married. You might think that the time is not right, but when you're with the right person, you experience you'll have experiences that you know you guys can grow together. You guys can make things to make things happen together. Mm-hmm. And if sometimes when you're with the right person, things actually are more likely to happen mm-hmm. because then you've got that person's counsel. You've got that person in your ear. You know, you're not just going, you're not doing it on your own. Mm-hmm. You now have that second opinion. So you're more likely to get things done right. Do you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Mm-hmm. Sometimes you meet that person that are using excuses like, oh, it's just not the right time or, oh, you know, I need to do this and that. And when you meet the right person, they know it's the right time. Mm-hmm. They just know. Mm-hmm. And they don't want to waste time. They don't want to waste yep. your time. They don't want to waste their time. They know that, you know what, if I let this girl go, she's going to be the woman that got away. Mm-hmm. If I let this one go, somebody else is going to be able to, is going to marry her. And that person is going to be one blessed person. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I feel like when you're with somebody that loves you more, 
they will not risk anything like that happening because they know that you are special. You are a catch Mm -hmm. and you should always be a catch, people. You're a queen. You should always know that you're a queen. Mm -hmm. Nobody should ever make you feel like you're less than. You should Mm -hmm. always feel like a queen. When you're with somebody, you should feel like you're special. You should feel like you're a catch. You should never second guess yourself. If this person is nagging you, leave them alone. If mm-hmm. this person is making you beg them for something, anything, leave them alone. Mm-hmm. You can you 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 honestly need to be pleasured in e- pleasured in everything, stimuli, mentally, emotionally. Stimuli. Stimulate. Stim- stimuli. <laughs> too much too much drink. You need to be stimulated. I don't even know why I said stimuli. <laughs> Stimuli. You're so quick. That's that's new one. Stimuli. Stimuli. You must Stimuli. satisfy me in stimuli. Stimuli. <laughs> you must be stimulated mm-hmm. in every way, mentally and emotionally, and physically. And physically. So you know, if you're, um, so for the people, for I guess the, mental and emotional, mentally, one the same. The, right? Yeah, mentally mm. and emotionally is basically the same thing, but not really. Mentally, as in, like when they're having conversations with you, are they deep enough? Are they real enough? Are they they in the same level? Because basically, for example, I'll meet somebody and then before I met Mike and some guys will ask me some dumb questions like, oh, do you think that some guys will find it a bit weird that you're that ambitious because, you know, women are made to be this and made to that. I'm like, that's what you think women are made to be. Mm. That's some BS. Do you know what I mean? And I used to get really annoyed by that. But then when I met Mike, Mike was like, "Mm, say that again. Say that again. Yeah. And then Mike was telling me driving Louboutin wearing woman. <laughs> and Mike would tell me stories about um certain people that would be saying, eh, why do you want to do that? Why do you want to do that? Why do you want to do that? Why do you want to have this? Or why no, do you want to do that? Why do you want to send you kiss the private school? Yeah, stuff why'd like you, that. Why do you want to shut up, man? <laughs> if you're not mentally on the same level, then there's already gonna be problems. Yeah. If you're not spiritually on the same level, there's going to be problems. I agree. Do you know what I mean? Like there's certain things like, you know, if Mike and I, if we were both different, let's say we had different religions, I think that, you know, some couples make it work. I imagine that there's probably some clashes, but Mike and I, I feel like our spiritual connection is quite important. Our spiritual connection is very linked to our sexual connection. Would you agree? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. You're just, you're just drinking. I've got wine in my mouth. Yeah, yeah but yeah, I'm listening. I'm yeah. just waiting for you to finish so I can yeah. Yeah. offer my counter so, argument. Yeah, so I feel like our spiritual connection is very linked to our sexual connection. Like we pray a lot about our sexual sexual experience and we have a very, very, I feel like we're very blessed in that sense. Yes. Um, I'm very, def- I'm definitely very blessed because, you know, most of the time you've got guys that are there and they're just, they're, they're the ones just enjoying life and then women are just there used as a hand basically, just, basically just there as a hand you might as well just be a hand do you know what i mean mm. but i'm definitely not a hand i'm g- getting mine as well okay everybody's getting there. everybody's winning everybody's winning and i feel like that's how it's supposed to be but anyways yeah i think that the re- the ma- my main reasons i'll get let me say my points my let me say it in points summarize let me say it in points the reason why i think men should be the ones that love a woman more is because one they're the ones who's proposing two they are more f- them Oh, I didn't mention this. They're way more fickle. So if a guy, if a whoa, 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 whoa. you mentioned this yesterday. Yeah, I said this. I'm listening. Basically, I feel like men are. If you, if a pretty woman comes their way, and if they're not really into their current woman, then they're very easily swayed, and they're like, oh, Suzanne, who? 
Sorry, I'm gonna have to interrupt you in that one. Fickle. I don't think that's the term, I don't think that's the right use of the right application of, of fickle. That's anybody, woman or man. If they're not interested in their man, they'll be easily swayed by somebody else. The reason why I say men is because if a woman is committed to a person, mm-hmm. she's actually committed. There's some women, if a woman actually says she's committed... Basically, my kind of argument is based on everything you're saying. Okay, hold on. If a woman says she's actually committed, she's committed. If a man says he's committed, that's put with a pinch of salt. No. Unless he's obsessed with you. That's what I'm saying. Mm. So, one, a man's the one who's proposing, so there's no point in you being the one all up in his business trying to ask him when are you going to get married because he ain't going to give you a ring. Mm. Two, um men tend to be a bit fickle so if they're not obsessed with you I'm not gonna that one cuts me man i know if they burns me if they're not obsessed with you then they're, they're looking for somebody else already three they've uh, three um i don't know if i've got a third point three i feel like you know if they're not really if if you're not if if the obsession, I don't really have a third point. If the obsession, if the obsession, <laughs> yeah, if the obsession is not really there, if the obsession is not there, then they're always looking for the. Is there something better? You know that like when you watch Love Island, mm-hmm. you know when you watch Love Island, oh, you're and then just, you're just you're just setting it up for when me. When you watch Love Island, and then the guys like, oh, the, you know, there's always some, there's always something better, and then mm. you guys like, oh, you know, I'm always looking for something better. The next minute, they've found somebody else coming to the. Mm, to never the say never. Never say never. I'm never going to say never. Never mm. going to say never. That's basically the guy's motto, a, mm. a man's motto. But a woman, if she's really into you, I'm just using a, I'm a, using an example for a woman that's really into you because obviously you also have the women out there that's giving a lot of women bad names. <coughs> and they're out here pretending that they're into... Oh, was that, was that indirect cough for someone? No. <laughs> and they're out here t- pretending that they're pre- for your cough. Pre- pretending that they're into somebody, but they're not into the person. And then this person's proper smitten, yeah, and this person's wasting their time when this woman had n- have no intentions. But you're about to you you just set me up. You just set me up for that uh, alley oop. Are you finished? You can you can talk. Okay. That. Your first point. What was your first point? My first point is that a woman needs to um, my a man needs to be um, absolutely smitten by his okay. woman, otherwise he's not going to, um, be, you know, propose or cool. he's not going to be into you, whatever. And your second point was because men are fickle, right? Fickle. Let me let me attack the first point. Okay, so ladies and gentlemen, my first, my first, um, I wouldn't say issue, but my first challenge to your statement of the man should love the woman more is. You have to think about this. Love is an equal pie. Love, think of love as a pie, right? Okay. Yeah. Unless you... Or a pizza, but pizza's or a considered pizza. a pie in some Anything places. that's flat, anything that could be sliced, yeah? If you slice it through the middle, you have what? You have two equal sides, right? Mm-hmm. For example, okay, perfect example. You and I, most weekends we share a pizza. Yeah. We cut it right down the middle. Mm-hmm. If I cut it even like a one degree off, off axis... One or one person or the other is going to have. You're more. the one who complains. I never complain. Or complain about what? About being compl- about having more pizza or less pizza. I'm not. I'm not bothered by it. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Like, I'm just saying that. Like, there's what my point I'm trying to make is inequality is not good in general. Okay, so I understand. I understand where you're coming from in the sense of a male should be obsessed with his woman. But equally, 
Don't say equally a woman needs to be obsessed. Uh, no, but equally women should be obsessed too. No, 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 no. I've got to land it. Do you know why? Because just like you said, yeah, when a guy's obsessed with his woman, no one can tell him nothing. Yeah? Equally, when a woman's obsessed with her man, nobody can tell her nothing. Can I get an ally? Mm -hmm. Okay. So my problem is, yeah, is if a man loves a woman more, and unfortunately, he's in a situation where the woman is not just that into him, but he's really into her, what do you call that? It's inequality. It's injustice. Because this guy is going to be sweating. He's going to be declaring his love for this woman. The woman's going to be sitting there smiling like, no, yeah, thank you, it's nice. And at one point, he's going to switch on like, hold on a second. <laughs> thank you, it's nice. Thank you, it's nice. <laughs> I am grateful. I am grateful. Thank you. Thank you, sir. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yes, thank you. And at one point, he's going, to, he's going to turn around and go, hold on a second. I feel like I'm putting more, lots of effort into this. I don't think this chick is really into me. And then he's going to ask the question one day and she's going to be like, ah, I'm just not quite there yet. So you have a guy who's obsessed with a woman, just like you said, but the chick is not interested. What do you say about those people? And it's very common. Mm-hmm. It's very common for girls to be like, oh no, I don't like him because he's too much, man. He's too clingy. Or he's too this. He's too much of a nice guy. Instead of all this motherfucking bullshit. Wait. Sorry, that's 10 pounds. I know. All this bullshit. 20 pounds. Oh! All this BS. <laughs> <laughs> Let's wow. start with our jump for Babe, really bad. Remember, bet. no profanity 2020. I'm trying. We're still in 2019, so I can profane all I want. No, because we're trying to start now. Yes, yeah, so I'll try in 2020. Um, but right now, I've got to put my system no. and I'm on a trigger point. I'm on a trigger no. point. I'm triggered. I'm, gonna lie. I'm not going to lie. I'm triggered. I just need to, I need to get my point out. Do you okay. know what I mean? So, what I'm saying is, yeah, go back to the biblical times. Yes. The Bible just says, women, women submit, wives submit to your husbands and equally. Husbands essentially submit to your wives as well, isn't it? Love the woman, be prepared to lay a lay life down, isn't it? But equally speaking, we're in a society of, you know, wanting equality and wanting um, everyone to be on the same level playing field. Equally, I know for a fact that if, God forbid, the worst ever happened, like, I wouldn't I would even question, I wouldn't even doubt it one bit. I know my, my wife would lay down her life for me, not a thing. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And equally, I would too. But what my, what my argument was yesterday was there are some situations, yeah, where the husband is obsessed with the wife. And we're speaking from my own personal experience where the husband, well, I, I, I was obsessed with blessing, right? But there what? always comes... I, I am obsessed with blessing, but I'm, I'm trying to talk of a past oh. issue, right? But as in all things, all things in life get tested, Right? So I believe a few years ago, I believed that, you know, when Blessing and I have talk about, talked about a dark patch we went through in our marriage and we talked about it opening on a podcast, Search For It Is There in one of the archive episodes. We've talked about a really dark patch we went through and in that time, you could not tell me nothing. If you said, oh, do you love Blessing? I'm like, yeah, of course. Are you mad? Shut up. Like, do you want me to slap in your face? But like, you know, <laughs> What's that? I'm just saying, that's just me, you know, being over dramatic. <laughs> but what I'm saying was, you couldn't tell me otherwise. Like, I love my wife. Like, I would lay down my life. I lay down my life for my wife. But we went through a situation where that love was questioned, right? And you know, I know Blessing said it in the in the in in the, in the former um, part of her of her of explanation that you know, if a guy puts his family forward, you know, be careful. If a guy puts his friends forward, be careful. Because I was the one of those people that, you know, essentially, when you look at it from a 
a layman's perspective, like you'll see that, oh, hold on a second. No, no, you've put your family before your wife. That's what you've done, isn't it? But to me, in the face of that, that to me, that was a testing point because things happened. Things happened that, you know, you can listen to that in that past podcast that opened my eyes up to make me think, hold on a second. Nah, this is not, this is not favorable. This is not a favorable situation, number one. Number two, this is not showing me being obsessed and me putting my wife first and loving this wife that God had given me and loving her like Christ loved the church. This is not me. This is not me demonstrating that. And if you have to think about it again, sorry for you non-Christian people, but I guess I hope this will enlighten you to some extent, right? Is this is, you have to think about Jesus. People think Jesus is this hippie dippy, you know, he walked around all high or marijuana kind of thing, you know, this hippie dippy hug tree I've hugging. I've never heard of that I mean, people have a People have a notion of a hippie Jesus, isn't it? Yeah. But Jesus was hard. Jesus was a hard man. Like this guy would, would be so like pissed off with certain people who are really like turning the church into something that it wasn't meant to be. And he'll go there with ropes and, and whip people out. You know, whip people yeah. out. What the F are you doing? Whip, 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 kind of like clear the church out. Like this guy loved, when I'm saying he loved the church, he mm. loved the church. Like if he had to become, if he had to become violent and show that side of him, he did. Mm. Do you know what I mean? And when I think about that, I think about in the sense of like, nah, a man should love his wife to that extent, to the extent of like, I don't care who you are. You could be my parents, you could be my brother, you could be my associate, you could be my boss, you could be whoever. When it comes to my wife, hold on a second, you are actually second. Mm-hmm. And it took that situation in our lives to make me realize that. Doesn't mean that I didn't love you any less. It just meant that I now realize for myself that I loved you deeper than I believe. Because people think, you know, oh, people, people grow about life thinking, you know, they're, you know, they they this and they that and they love people there. But until it's tested, don't fully know the extent of what you really, really feel for an individual. Do you know what I mean? And let's be honest, it's a very delicate situation because it can go either way in that situation. In that mm. situation, we could have been totally finished. Like, do you know what? F it. That's it. We're done. Mm-hmm. But Sim- thank- something similar actually happened with one of... Um, I was actually doing a course and there was a lady that I met in a course and basically her in-laws actually were quite aggressive towards her um to the point that her husband and basically her in-laws didn't like the fact that she was quite ambitious they told her she has to quit her job and stuff and she actually quit her job and and basically stopped all forms of ambition and they still weren't satisfied obviously i mean Mm. i could have told her that for free and um then because of that her husband um her family her husband's in-law her husband's family told her husband to leave and like a moment he did uh, and he left her and then basically they went a good few six maybe about six months apart they were living apart mm. they went to the mosque they were muslim they went to the mosque and everything and you know and then the mosque said that they need to do counseling or whatever so they were talking to the imam and stuff and um yeah, and then the, and then they and through a few, few sessions of counselling, they end up coming back together. Um, so yeah, so after a few sessions of counselling, they end up coming back together, and 
yeah um and he was just like i was a bit silly getting my family involved and we can't mm. and basically he was the last born they're bangladeshi so he was last born and usually basically in bangladeshi families if you're the last born you're due to take you, care of the you tend to look after the family you stay in the family's house and all that stuff and he was like you know what my family comes first because they already he had a wife and he had a son so he's like my family comes first and then they got a place together mm. away from his family and he had to tell his family, like, look, I can't stay with you guys. Or he's telling his other family. Yeah, he had to, he, yeah. That his immediate family was actually number one. Yeah. Which is his wife and his, his kids. His wife and his kids. So he yeah. had to tell his mum and dad, look, I can't stay with you guys because you guys are messing up my family, man. There you go. That's it. But it took, but, he took, it took him six months to pe- get to that point. Some people never come back from that, though. Thank God ours was, was, a, was a month or two. Yeah. But, like, some people never come back from that. And that's what I'm saying. It takes such certain life situations to realise... No, I really, I thought I loved this woman, but no, I really love this woman. And in that, on that same, by that same token, what is there's nothing to say that you didn't love me equally. I like mm. because obviously, like, is is it, it's commonly known, I guess, that most women when they fall for a man, they fall and it's deep. But equally, love, love is love. When a man falls for a woman, he falls for a woman. Mm. A man who cheats on his wife. He didn't love her. He never really loved her. I'm sorry. He did, like, in my opinion, I can't unless unless you're really driven by your own selfish desires again, which is a sign again that you're not fully filled with love. And I don't care what anyone says. Come and attack me on that. But I can't imagine like me going through everything I've gone through with you, or me, you know, loving you like crazy, and then looking at Shaka Khan and just leaving you for Shaka Khan. Do you, I'm, I'm not saying I'm just using her kind of number, but I mean, you live you for or another Naomi woman. Campbell. Oh Naomi, I'm, I'm joking. I mean Naomi, <laughs> <laughs> or leave you for can't Naomi. Even play like that. You can't, can't even play like that. Or leave you like Naomi Campbell. Do you know what I mean? But what I'm saying is like, it's like life creates a different dimension of love for any human being. Experiences man, life experiences. Life experiences creates another a new dimension of love. Be it a man or be it woman. That um, that 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 kind of obsessive type of "I'll die for you" type of love kicks in, and I feel like. But some what, people have that from the get go. Some people have, but that's that, that's good. That's just because due like to personality. Mike and I, we've had a conversation about this many times. One of my exes, he was proper obsessed. Mm. But that's me. personality, though. That's just people with personalities. Mm. Let's be honest. That's people with personalities, and also at the same time. At the same time, yeah, he was obsessed with you. But what's to say that if he was ever tested, that he would fail or mm. he would pass? Everything has to get tested. Yeah. At the same time, like some people are really not to 60 in one second. And some people are not to 60 in more like nine seconds. But what I'm saying is like, once you're, get, once you're there, you're there. And yes, I agree. The man is the one traditionally to propose, yeah. But that's his duty, in my opinion. I, I don't think... There's nothing that could like he can shy away from that responsibility. That as a man, as a man, that is your responsibility. You are to put, you know, yourself forward and woo this woman. Because at the end of the day, when you woo a woman, like, bro, your life is sorted. You don't understand. Like when you have a good woman in your corner, your life's sorted. And lots of men are starting to realize like, no, I need me a good woman because, you know, this and that. No matter no matter what they think, they feel like I need to be a good woman because it's a necessity to have a good woman by your side. You have a good woman by your side, your life is cushy. If you want to think about it even in a selfish sense, in the, if, if you want to just think about it, not even like 
thinking about both parties, but thinking about it in the most selfish of, of forms, in the sense of like, if you had a good woman on your side, you're good. Like, if I'm going to speak selfishly, like, without blessing, I don't think I could envision my life in the way it is now. Do you know what I mean? Like, I don't, I, I can't imagine if she wasn't in my life, I can't imagine me making the achievements I'm making now in my career or in, in, in my career or the way I think or, you know, the way I reason. I don't think, I can't, I can't imagine it working any other way without blessing. Do you know what I mean? And I feel like, just vice versa as well. Like, but I feel like when two people are obsessed with each other, they're obsessed. That's why, that's why I don't believe in how, oh, the man should be more obsessed with you because if, if, if he's in a situation where he's more obsessed with you and he's putting in all the work and the woman's just giving him 105% when he's putting 120%, he's going to realise at one point, like, what the fuck is going on here? Like, mm. I'm putting all this effort and you're not giving me anything back. You're giving me 100%. I'm giving you 120. We should both be 120. It should both be bliss. It shouldn't be more than the other. It should be equal because equality is what, what makes everything work properly. I feel like if, if, if the woman loves the man more, you have a problem. Yeah. Because she believes he doesn't love me or he doesn't think of the future of me or he doesn't believe that da, 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 da. and vice versa. I'm sorry, but guys think these things think these things too. If I'm putting all this effort into this chick and she's not giving me any reaction or she's not she doesn't she's not even like signaling that she feels the same way as me, I'm gonna feel insecure. Then I'm gonna and that's how you, you, you get men who are just utter dickheads to girls because they've been burned before and now they just don't trust girls. That's why, because they put themselves out on the line and the women just snapped the cord. Mm. Do you know what I mean? So like, I feel like it's not a case of, oh, the man should be more obsessed. No, I think both of you should be, should be obsessed with each other. And the guy should not shy away from his duties of doing proposal, doing the manly things of laying down his life or, you know, or being a, a good leader or in, in the family. Like, nah, that's your responsibility. That's been given to you from the day you got, you were you were arrived on this earth. That's not something you do but lightly. Equally, he shouldn't. He equally he shouldn't dull the woman's shine. You shouldn't should abuse. Elevate. No, you shouldn't abuse a woman again I, because that's also a sign of you don't have love in your heart. Like mm. guys who beat their woman and guys who talk shit about the woman and guys who um don't, or who don't support greatness. or discourage greatness or you know believe the woman should be in the kitchen. All that stupid, all these stupid traditional views that never birthed anything great it's just it's dumb do you know what i mean like you should your woman like god said love your woman do you know what it means to love someone like mm. the fact is that when you love someone you want the best for them when you love someone like they are your everything when it's like for example like stupid example i'll say stupid example but like my bose headphones <laughs> oh gosh everybody knows the fucking love my bose headphones uh, sorry 30 pounds i love my verse i love my <sighs> bose headphones yeah if but but like, well, I used to have some Bose headphones back in the day. And one day, I accidentally jammed my headphones in the car door and it snapped. And I was heartbroken. But I really loved those headphones. But it's the Who fact that... Who does that, babe? I don't know. It just, it's, that's why I'm very proud of when I get into the car now. Um, but it's like, when you love something, when you love someone, you care for it. You, like, you nurture it. You make sure it's wrapped in cotton wool. You don't want anything to happen to it. You want to make sure like that... porcelain. It's, 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 it's just fragile. Mm. Do you know what I mean? And when I got to the point where in my life, in my personal life, where I thought I, I almost lost blessing because I didn't nurture her and I didn't take care of her as I was, as I was, as I was uh, instructed to and as I was given the mandate to, like, and I almost lost her, my life fell apart. And the fact that 
it was almost like a near-death experience. Like the fact that I could have woken up one morning and the woman who I claim that I love and I do love could have just been disappeared from beside me. I can't think... When I say I can't imagine my life without her, it's crazy. I can't. Like, I can't imagine any other life. God forbid anything else to happen to you. I don't know what will happen. Like, but mm. it, it's, it's crazy like that. But equally, I know what, the way I'm talking, you also feel the same way. Mm-hmm. If you felt less, I'd question that thinking, what, do you, what are you really in this marriage for, really? Mm-hmm. Like, are you trying to say, I love you 100%, you love me just 95? What the, where the fuck is the other 5%? <laughs> that's just me, though. Like, where, where's the 5%? <laughs> Oh, sorry. But that's but that's that's my that's my thing like where I feel like nah. I disagree. I don't think the man should love the woman more. I think you both should be equally obsessed with each other. And if you're both equally obsessed with each other, you both be a splendid team and work things out together. Splendid. And when you go through your test, you both come out shiny. And if you don't come out shiny, then you weren't meant to be, unfortunately. Yeah. Sometimes the tests are put there to the see test, if you guys are strong enough. The tests enough. are important. I feel like the tests are everything. Like, I feel like I wouldn't realize the other dimension of love I have for you if we wasn't if we didn't go through that dark patch. I'm, yeah. I'm telling you now. Like, I thought like in in my world, I thought like it was perfect. You know, like I thought, you know, this was that and this was this. But until it got put into the fire, I was really like now really thinking, analyzing, and thinking, oh shit, no, this is real. Like, this is not a joke. Forty pounds. Forty pounds. Oh crap! Like you know, really got to you know really think about it to really consider the, consider my values in life and like thinking what 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 is it here? Do you know what I mean? Like, and, and that's when my eyes open. I called and I said, "Nah, nah, you have a duty, bro. And right now you're not you're slacking in that duty. Fix up." So I did, and that was that. Do you know what I mean? And now you know we've moved on, and now like we're stronger than ever. And there will be more tests in the future, and by God's grace, we'll pass those tests and we'll Amen. come out even stronger. But it would, it would never, I don't think, and again, I'm repeating myself just for the last time, but I don't think one can ever pass those tests if it was skewed, if it was like one loved one more than the other, man or woman. If you love one more than the other, it would never work because it would always be more of effort than the other, in my opinion. Mm. Does it? Does it? Oh, I'll well, I think we have to agree to disagree. Oh, are you kidding me, bruv? After the monologue, the beautiful monologue and example great monologue, I just babe, It was, but I still believe that, you know, there's a level of obsession that a woman must. So, uh, do you believe that I love you more than you love me? No, but that's just because we've nah, been together bullshit. for 11 years. Bullshit, you just contradicting yourself. No, no, no. You just no, contradicting no. yourself. It's not the same. It's very I much the same. I feel like when you meet somebody. When I say I love I'm you talking more, about I the actually first, do love you more. I'm to- then. Uh, no. I think mm-hmm. I'm talking about the first. I'm talking about the first. I'm not talking about. After the after years of being together, we've been together for eleven years, mm-hmm. married for eight years. It's not the same when you've been married when you just have just met and this person's so into you and so obsessed with you. That's what I'm talking about. But you when know, you the both first... met, you're both infatuated with each other anyway. No, but then it wears off, isn't it? What I'm talking about, I'm talking about when you first meet somebody, the person has to be more into you than you are into them. I think That's you what both I'm need to be about. both into each other. I feel, I feel like I feel like there I feel like should be love. Age. I feel like there should be love. You shouldn't marry somebody that you're not in love with. Of course, but marriage. Is different. It's mar- a different step, though, no, isn't it? But you shouldn't marry somebody that you're not in love with, but you shouldn't be with somebody that you, that you don't care for deeply. Hundred percent. But I feel like the I feel like the person that you're with, if it's you know the the, the person has that has to love you more, or has to care for you more. Well, the person, what are you saying? The person, you mean the man or the woman must love you more? Yeah. It doesn't make any sense what you just said. No, there. because you know 
people that there should be no there should be no like imbalance in love in my opinion in your opinion okay let's just wrap this up babes because we're gonna have to just agree to disagree because honestly this is something i believe (coughs) (coughs) thankfully there's no more wine in her cup so she's not coughing on choking on wine she's just coughing i'm just coughing it's just something that i believe and um i don't think anything can change my mind i've had conversations with people about this many times and mm. I don't think anything can change my mind but yeah guys so, let, let us know what you think use the hashtag no uh, for fantasy 2020 well use the hashtag the PCH podcast or use the hashtag no profanity 2020 and let us know what you think <laughs> I mean it's interesting I guess there's no really wrong or right answer but you know, I think there's a wrong or right answer but you know it will be interesting to hear other views if yeah so I haven't been on Instagram for a few months now um, so I'm not going to give you my handle yet, but please follow my two sons. I've got Mateus and Ivan Rims. Ivan is um, <clears throat> the eldest, and his Instagram handle is Master Ivyw. We're trying to make him an Instagram model, and his pictures are beautiful. Beautiful. Love you just saying that with parent goggles. And you've got Mateus Williams, and his Instagram handle is Master T I N I W. He's a cutie. Nice big chubby, chubby cheeks like his mummy. He's very cute. He's a baby. So very good looking. Cute, chubby baby. Also my, also my son. We have Twitter and the Twitter handle is the PCH podcast. So please follow that as well. Sweet. People, um, if you'd like to follow myself, my platform of choice is Instagram. We're on Saturday, Saturdays. I post regular vlogs of me and the boys, um, the boys and I. Um <laughs> And um, yeah, my Instagram handle is at Michael Williams London. I am also on Twitter, and the Twitter handle is at MWLDN. Um, and Michael Williams London was taken. Or was, I think it was too, too, too long. Anyway, anyways, but yeah, that's my Twitter handle. Um, alternatively, you can also drop into our DMs of the Parent Content Hour podcast um, Instagram channel, and our Instagram handle is at the Parent Cocktail Hour. Um, yeah, we're, we're we're beginning to be. We've got plans to be more active in the new year. Um, so do follow that and follow the progress. Um, if you'd like to leave us um, a message, do feel free to drop into our DMs, like I mentioned before. Um, a really good feature to use is our voice messaging system. Basically, it's like a WhatsApp voice note. If you read the description of this podcast, there is a link at the very very bottom that says "send a voice message." Um, click on it, send a voice message. It takes however long it, it takes to send your voice message um enter your email address give it a, a password and just lets you know that when we featured it um when we, when we listen to it at least anyways and um yeah you know let us know your dilemmas guys are you going for anything in life that you'd like to get our views on do you have any you know views to the discussion that we've had on our podcast episodes recently um by all means you know let us know if you want to shout out simply let us know if you are more traditional by all means, you can send us an you can send us an email, and our email address is the pch at protonmail My love, do you have anything to add? I do actually. Oh, so if you have had any experiences with um, a man loving you more, or vice versa, and you have something to say about that, we'd really love to hear about it. Please. Actually, mm. please share that with us through a voice note or an email or a tweet or whatever. Um, <coughs> you, and if you don't want us to share it, put please do not share. 
and you just want us to know about it it's be really interesting to hear mm. your opinions mm. simply because mike and i have this debate on a regular basis so it'll be nice to get you know third fourth fifth parties involved in our debate yeah 100 percent. but anyways yeah thank you guys all right ladies and gentlemen it's been real we'll catch you next week bye ciao